Chapter 9 of Zauberlinda the Wise Witch. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. L I B R I V O X.org. Recording by Joan Lewis. Chapter 9 Annie is shown the magic crystal. Listen, children of Upper Earth, said the Gnome King, holding up his hand, upon the forefinger of which gleamed the great magic crystal of his signet ring know that this is our royal will to confer upon thee the greatest honour ever offered to child of mortal wouldst thou know the cause for the favour shown thee then listen we gnomes remember well a kind deed done to our race never went unrewarded no crime against us can long remain unavenged one year ago to-day my son while walking in the fields of upper earth disguised had the misfortune to have his hand caught in one of those cruel traps made by man you rescued the royal prince that day he walked the fields of upper earth disguised as a prairie dog you know the rest how he was caught how you opened up the cruel trap he escaped from the home you made for him for he would soon have pined away and died in your atmosphere he returned home yet alas has never been the same since that day even as he still bears the mark of the steel teeth of the trap upon his wrist so does he bear in his heart the trace of a mortal love and sorrow for alas he himself has a drop of human blood in his veins it has come down from his mother's race it makes him weaker more tender than we are of the pure gnome ancestry my son escaped and came home only to talk in his sleep of you of your goodness and beauty and to mourn lest you should think him ungrateful because he would not stay to speak or even look his thanks to you now child annie you know why i sent up my wise old ambassador grubel to lure you down to my palace speak child of earth ask what you will it shall be granted you even to the half of my kingdom then said annie softly but looking bravely right into the gnome king's face i thank you very much but as to half of your kingdom i could not think of accepting it for i would not know what in the world to do with it but o oh, good king goldemar i have always wanted to see you and now i will tell you my wish it is this please let my papa have one streak of good luck send one of your little gnomes to show him the right spot to dig for rich ore because when he strikes a gold mine we should all be rich and move to town and i can go to school as she grew more and more in earnest annie forgot to be timid he gazed at her steadily as though puzzled by her request and she fancied there was a sneer upon his face as at last he said gold gold always gold is what those mortals plead for and sweat and toil and crave for it seems that even their innocent babes prattle for it know ye for what you ask fair child you wish for gold that you may leave the country for the town you ask to exchange the pure air of the hills and prairies for the stifling reek of the cities water sparkling up from the crystal springs the true excelsior of life for the red wine and poisoned potions which bring madness and disease gods and shams you will have instead of truth and beauty care for freedom of spirit the worldling's face a mask of deceit for eyes that reflect every beautiful emotion of the heart as yonder light flashes back the hues of my rubies and emeralds know ye not that the bitterness of the curse laid upon us gnomes lies in the very fact that we are forced to remain down here and forever delve for gold this is what makes our faces so sad we long in vain for all the simple pleasure you mortals possess and hold so lightly alas our very flowers are of gold and silver and precious stones 
he spoke so sadly and yet so earnestly that annie felt she must explain her reasons for wanting gold so she said falteringly but i want to learn and grow up to be an educated woman this is why i wish for riches that i may go to school to wise teachers who will explain to me all the things that puzzle me so now said the gnome king child if you desire to possess knowledge that we can give you for we have among us scholars who have studied the mysteries of nature for hundreds of years but wisdom is something different wisdom springs from the heart of love and soulless beings can never be illuminated by its beautiful light the most learned scholar of your upper earth never yet attained to the wisdom that lies deep as a fountain in the loving heart of an innocent child like yourself but your wish shall be granted look well at this here he took from his finger the ring and held it up for annie to gaze upon its setting was a simple stone flat and oval in shape colourless as glass until held up and then a clear ray of greenish light mellow as moonbeams streamed out from it so that it was much more beautiful than a diamond but the light from it was not so glittering but softer steadier and clearer this magic crystal in my signet ring said goldemar has the power of showing to him who gazes into it every vein of ore every mine of gems clear down to the very centre of the earth therefore he who has the use of this ring but for a little while may easily become rich beyond the wildest dream of mortal knowing this every prince of fairyland has envied me this crystal your father shall have the use of the magic crystal for one year and a day on one condition oh thank you thank you good king goldemar cried annie kneeling down to kiss the king's crimson mantle hold cried the king do not interrupt child of earth your father will gain untold wealth but you shall stay with us and become the bride of prince kuno my only son you desire knowledge and gold you can have them both here in more abundance than you could possess them on the upper earth annie felt sick and dizzy with terror and disappointment such a great wave of homesickness came over her that she could scarcely speak clasping her hands together pleadingly she said oh no no king goldemar i must go back home why my papa would not care at all to find a gold mine if he lost his little girl he is only hunting for it so he can educate me and have me learn how to play the piano he does not need much money for himself just enough to get a new hat and a pair of boots once in a while and to pay pete pumpernickel his wages child do you then refuse the honour of becoming the bride of prince kuno said the gnome king in a stern voice yes and i know it is a great honour and i thank you said annie and now the tears welled up in her eyes and began pouring down over her cheeks and dropping off the end of her nose and chin but please please let me go back to the old farm and you keep your magic crystal i don't want to be rich and i don't know as i care much about being educated i see now that there are things in life so much better than riches or learning i'll study the multiplication table and learn what i can at home with grandmother i may have to grow up ignorant but i can be loving and kind and oh that is the best of all i never knew before how dreadfully lonesome any one can be even with people and pretty things all around oh dear me it aches so here said annie putting her little hand on her heart while great sobs swelled up in her throat until they almost choked her she wiped away the blinding tears with a corner of her little blue and white checkered apron and as she did so saw for the first time all the little gnomes crowding closely around her and saying oh and ah and nodding their heads and making motions to one another and staring and rolling their eyes and then peering and pointing at her 
suddenly a little known page ran to the cabinet full of beautiful cups and jewelled vases and taking a blue vase of solid turquoise he hurried back and kneeling down held it up under annie's chin to catch the tears that were still running down her cheeks the earnest faces of the little folks and the queer act of the gnome page all at once struck annie's sense of humor so keenly that even in the midst of her troubles she burst out laughing such a sound as this the laughter of a child had never before been heard in these beautiful rooms the gnomes looked anxiously up at the stern face of their king grubel called king goldemar little grubel the same wizened old gnome who had brought annie to this castle stepped out from the crowd grubel take this little girl away let her be guarded well but kindly treated call mop to entertain her end of chapter nine recording by joan lewis joan lewis v o dot com july twelfth two thousand fourteen